0: Hey, Legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. The great ones, they're different. They really are. Not better, just different. Sure, there's a physical power, a mental strength, a complex but resolute constitution too. There's a whole lot more than just the measurables. That's something else, that intangible. It separates us from them. Welcome to the Legends Series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Taking your chances, backing yourself without fear or regret. Not everyone can, not everyone would. Here's a bloke who did, does, and it's a story of success. But who is Aiden Guerra? Yeah, I'm just a a guy
1: who likes to enjoy himself, I think. Um, football, that's where it all started for me um, Started playing because it was good fun To have with my mates um, And then you know, that sort of theme Has probably flowed through mm. my whole life Like if, if, if you're not enjoying it uh, It's probably not worth doing So whether it was, you know, the park with mates Or whether it was at school, I well, didn't really enjoy studying, so I just chose not to do that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's more I'm just a bloke who um, I value my friends, I value my family, mm. and I, I value having
0: fun with all the above. Many would say it's a dream job being a professional footballer. Can you be in love with it the whole time or does it test you?
1: Uh, I mean, it definitely tests you. I think the, the times when it does test you, that's when your other traits come out. Uh, yep. Competitiveness, you know, just that will to win, the will to be better, because it isn't all, um, it isn't all a dream. Like yep. it isn't all easy going, um, but you've got to get the enjoyment out of getting through, mm-hmm. uh, through those times where it is actually hard yakker and it is a grind. A Cairns boy living in Newcastle, two years into retirement. What are you up to? Uh working for a company here called Build Um so it's in the construction game mm-hmm. um, certifiers and yeah, I'm I'm in business development for them and um, really enjoying it. I think as I said, like it's all about enjoyment mm-hmm. uh, in my life and I've gone from the dream job of, you know, something that your kids dream of to be, a uh, professional athlete, yep. into a job that you know, I didn't know existed. I I knew nothing yeah. about anything. I didn't even know I didn't know much about the construction industry in general. Yeah. Um, didn't know much about. I didn't even know what business development was. Yep. Um, but yeah, I've I've found a job that you know it's uh it's
0: quite enjoyable to be at. Are you still a footy guy, or are you happy
1: distancing yourself for now? Yeah, I've sort of distanced myself for now. Um, I do love watching good game of footy. Mm. Uh, that'll always be there. And I love watching games where my mates are a part of and, yeah, you know, and watching them be successful. Mm. Um, but, yeah, as far as right now, it's probably more distance myself just simply because it's saturated my life for sort of 15 years. Mm. Um, and while I love that grind, um, the f- – the fact that my life felt a little bit saturated is why one of the reasons why I retired. Mm. Um, so, you know, sort of got away from it. Uh, wanted to see what else is out there uh, in
0: the world, and I'm really enjoying it. Do you actually miss the footy, or do you miss the companionship? Um, what is it that I guess makes that retirement thing a little hard for some?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do. Um, go down that path where they do miss the mateship and yeah. you know day to day hanging out with your mates but yeah I've I've sort of found a place now where it's similar to that coming to work like I've become That's good cool. yeah I've become good mates with you know uh, a lot of people around the office uh, my bosses uh, I get along with all of them um, so um, yeah I don't well, that was a big part of it when I was playing, and you do you can sense why people do miss that side yeah. of things. Um, yeah, I've landed on my feet, um, but that is the big one. I think that's probably the area that if that's one of the probably the biggest void that needs to be filled is you're you're not hanging out with twenty two of your best mates, or yeah. you know if there's thirty two in a squad, but like you know there's a really tight group of people yep. there, and you're not seeing that every day. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably one part which at the start it was just we sort of had a bit of time off being mm. my wife, um, time off from work, not yeah. from each other. <laughs> uh, and it was just like we were just sitting around and, you know, going for dinners and having a few beers and whatever, but you just, while I love spending time with my wife and kids, it was it was just like there was that little bit of, that every day telling jokes with your mates and mucking around that uh, wasn't there. The wives don't get our jokes and they don't appreciate our humour. No, she no, she doesn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not alone there, mate. You're not alone, <laughs> trust me. Um, some stories even before you actually played, even one in our L game, you were signed by the Melbourne Storm and felt... I guess the full extent of the game's competitive and sometimes bitter disputes. You were basically blackballed by the storm for a few months for signing with the Roosters. Does that about sum it up?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, it, it certainly does. I mean, that was probably a time where it was a lesson for me. I had to mm. learn that it is cutthroat. You don't get it all the way you want it. Yeah, um, and you know, I learned a lot of a lot of big. Lessons down there at the storm. Um, obviously, a lot to do with work ethic and yep. you know striving to, for professionalism and striving yeah. to be the best. Um, but that lesson there, it was it was always yeah. there and it always got brought up. And um, yeah, I I'd struggled through injury down there with Melbourne. Yeah. I was behind a pretty good crop of players, yeah, a uh, very good crop of players, and. I, in my own mind, I thought that I was sort of one injury away from being retired at twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. 21, yeah. 22. So um, I had to take a chance, and yep. the Roosters didn't do so well the year before, uh, and I thought that that was my best opportunity to mm. play first grade. Because if, if I didn't crack it in the next year, mate, I might have ended up on the pile. Um, yep. So, yeah, for me it was – It was my decision to go there um, because I felt like it was an opportunity to be a part of a club that was Mm. in a rebuild phase Um, and it was Bellyache's (laughs) decision to uh, tell me to pack my bag straight away. So that was about round 20 um, and he goes – in, in I told him because we had a pretty good relationship. Yep. Um, and I just said to him, I said, mate, I've signed at the Roosters. Um, mm. I think it's a good opportunity for me. And then we went out and did a training session and it was a bit weird, um, but pushed on. <laughs> and then after the session, he said, um, Aiden, come in here. And I was right, eh? And he's going to wish me luck here. And then uh <laughs> not quite and uh he certainly wished me luck. Nah, he just said he just said, Oh, in regards to your decision, yep. um I've made one. You're no longer invited to train with us. Um and he said, You've got a contract with us, but it uh we'll keep paying it, but you're uh you're no longer part of our team and I was shattered, like this wow. is these were these were this was the club I'd been i had been full time for 2 years yeah. or nearly 2 years and um yeah I think I was on the phone to the players association Well, like, what mm. can we do and they're like well not much mm. at the moment um so I mean it was it was a lesson um for me because you know it it taught me that it's not always going to be smooth sailing yeah. and there and there are repercussions uh whether you like them or not and uh While it hurt at the time, I was Mm. still grateful to have the opportunity to be down there, but also I'm glad I made that decision because I'm happy with where my career went, um, happy with where my life's at at the moment, and, you know, butterfly effect may not have happened that
0: way. Galaxyfinance.com.au Ask for Leanne for a free chat. You're a Cairns kid living in Melbourne. Following a dream, you probably had every reason to say, "Okay, well, screw this whole game. That's not me as a bloke. I'm going back to Cairns."
1: Yeah, well, I was. It was. I was born in Cairns, but I grew up in Townsville. Um, but it was that was never on my mind. I was like, "I've got this opportunity. Yeah. I'm going to make the most of it." And that Good was pretty much what my uh, that was my drive. From I got signed. I didn't get signed till. Um, I was actually at schoolies, uh, 2005, nearly Beach, and I got a message from the Burley Bears saying we'd like you to come down and play in our Colts. Wow! And then I called my school coach. I said, "Oh, how good's this?" And he um, said, "Just hold off." The Storm showed a little bit of interest in me, but not much. So then I got an opportunity to go down and live in Brizzy and play play at North Devils. Yeah, and it was like I probably would have been the last bloke signed. Like I was the last name on the roster and I just thought, well, this is an opportunity, I'm going to make the most of it. And I've always feel like um, that's been one of my main driving factors is if you're given something, given an opportunity, make the
0: most of it. Is that what separates you elite guys from the rest of us, the ones that haven't made it, didn't make it, couldn't make it? I don't know if it's your stubborn, a refusal to lose, it's unacceptable being second best. The mental strength or mental capacity of you elite guys, is is that a big difference do you see? I think it's
1: definitely an edge. Yeah. Um,
0: Because not everyone's
1: got that. No, no. And the the coaches that I've played under, uh, especially the successful ones, they were all of that belief as mm. well that that mental edge um, and that mental toughness gave you the edge. You look at the way that those clubs are structured. Um, yep. It's all about how do we get that extra 1%. Mm. And I think when times are tough um, on the field, off the field, or anything like that, it's, it's that 1% extra that you can get that, um, you know, and it, like, let's go back onto the field. You know who's going to step up when the pressure's on. Yeah, and it's the people who love the tough stuff. Yep. And I was, you know, I was fortunate to play alongside uh, mm. a number of those people. Where on a cold, well, they were used to play Monday nights, cold Monday night at the SFS in the middle of winter, playing in front of five thousand people, yeah. and it was was a bludger. Yep. Um, but then you know, you, and you, you were playing against a team that was below you on the on the ladder, um, and it was it was really hard to get up for, whereas if you're playing against a team that's top of the table and you you knew that there was going to be a core group of people that you Mm. could rely on that day, and I just think they're the ones that enjoy that, um, overcoming that sort of barrier.
0: Let's move on to something a little more positive, round one, 2010. Tell us about your debut, mate. It was the Roosters and the Rabbits.
1: Yeah, it was a weird one. I uh, got named about the week before. Um, when they, when we had, like, our season launch, and then the next day I've rolled in, I said, yes, I'm debuting, and Brian Smith called me over. He said, I haven't decided if you're playing yet or not. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was named Aww. at number 14. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you mean? He goes, yeah, we don't know if we're going to go with you or someone else. And so I've, like, rang mum and dad. I'm like, Oh, hey, yeah, um, we've got named. Like, Beauty, we'll, we'll book our flights. I said, oh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. He told me that I might not be playing, so just wait, just wait. And it was literally – it wasn't until pretty much captain's run that he made his call. Um, that's so Brian. That's classic Smithy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I got an opportunity. Um, I think Tommy Simons went down um, maybe mid-first half. And, yeah, it was just one of those things. I was I was pumped. Like this is – I left a very successful club to come yep. here to play as much at first grade as possible and got this start in uh, in round one. Um, and, yeah, we ended up beating the bunnies that day um, and I got a meat pie and
0: I was like, how bloody good yeah. is this? <laughs> Even better, the following week, game two, two tries. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like, this is easy, this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd have done this years ago. <laughs> They're giving tries away. Here. No, it was, yeah, it was awesome. I, um... I think, you know, while that year sort of didn't eventuate the way that I wanted, like that start, it just yep. gave me belief uh, that I'd made the right call from
0: the start. The Roosters made the finals. You weren't in the side. That's quite common practice, though, for a, a, a young forward in particular. Um, burnout becomes a bit of an issue. But that brings us to 11 and 12. You missed the postseason as a club. 2013 arrives. Court up. This is Piers. Now it's Friend. Friend in the middle of the ground is up So five gone. Kip from McGowan into the end goal too D by think no. No. Jennings. Jennings is fallen from nowhere. That's last tackle. I have a try. This is super useful. David Williams was at fullback. Brett Stewart was hurt from the Sonny, William, Sonny Williams break and went out onto the right wing. David Williams was told to go into fullback, and he, like everybody else at the ground except Michael Jennings, thought that his ball was going dead. James Maloney kicking in behind the line, in between Stewart and Williams. It bounces up and Jennings has scored from that angle. We'll get a better view, but he's flown through. And if he's kept... A hand on the football, which he has, that's magnificent. That is just absolutely stupendous. It is freakish. To be travelling at that speed and then control the ball the way he did there, that is freakish. Listen to this crowd now. The grand final, the premiership. What stands out? Uh,
1: Yeah, definitely the premiership. I think... That's what you play for. At the end of the day, you've got well, ten months, ten months of hard yakka with this group of people, Um, and it's not just the players; it's the staff, it's the ladies in the office, and it actually just, it just meant so much. I think um, you're
0: smiling now, recalling. Yeah,
1: yeah, I love it. I love it, and and I love that club as well. Like I love. I mean,
0: it was a big part of my development. Everyone at some Time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au.
1: And the people there have sort of helped shape me a little bit as well, so it uh, it's one of those places that uh, will always hold a special place in my heart um, and, I mean, the Premiership probably capped that off as well. Um, but... I think because we had those two lean years the year before, years before, and we had all the belief, like there was a core group of us that sort of stayed there and pushed through that, and then they brought in a couple of really, really handy acquisitions. Um, You know, Jimmy Maloney, um, Janko, Sonny Bill, like... He went all right, they Sonny. Fit, yeah, yeah they Fill, filled the gap anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was like, it was just, and we just, there was just a common belief in the in the crew that, like, we were just, our defence mm. could stop anyone. Um, and that, that was brought by um, probably the best recruitment move in Trent Robinson. Mm.
0: What separates Robbo from the rest? Um. Probably his his mind. Mm. He's he's a footy nerd, isn't he? He's
1: a footy nerd, yeah. but it's not just footy for him. It is. It, there is always more to it. Yep. There's always more that he's looking. He's looking at different angles. It's it's like if we're all thinking in circles, he's thinking in like octagons or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's yeah. He's his train of thought. It just goes places where um, where you haven't even thought of, and then he'll. Put this idea in your head And then the whole team Will buy into it And And for someone to do that um, Consistently in um, Some of his ideas are probably a bit weird But He uh, You know he's He's got the respect Of people around him And He's got uh, I guess The tenacity to push
0: Like to mm. To follow him through as well Trent is a Brian Smith guy You've been coached by both Can you see the rub off I certainly can
1: Yeah A little bit A little bit Because like it is a very creative mind, especially yeah. Smithy. He was a footy brain. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Robbo obviously learnt how Smithy done things and then what he missed. Yeah. You know. So sitting sitting at his number two for so many years, he sort of saw what was missing in the in the in the puzzle. Yeah. I think and and. Is was articulate enough and and bright enough to be able to yep. put that
0: through and then put implement a game plan to support it. That same year, twenty thirteen, was the World Cup. You represented Italy. Your family lineage, mm. pretty cool.
1: Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it was always something that I wanted to do. Um, yeah. My nonnal, he came over when he was a young boy um, on a ship from from the north of Italy. Yep. Um, after the war, and uh, he's. He was a big inspiration for our whole family. Okay, um, he was always there for us. Feed me full of salami and anchovies, and <laughs> um, you know, four X gold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was he was a huge part, and for 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 me to be able to represent mm. his name, um, although our family over in Italy, we don't have um, like. Any family there anymore? Because they ca- anyone who was close came over on the boat. Yep. Um, but you know, to be able to represent the heritage and the mm. people that were over here, um,
0: it was yeah, it was it was special. It really was. Whilst touring, you actually visited the family hometown in Italy. I'll let you take up the story.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it was pretty wild. I didn't. Ha- it wasn't on my agenda. And then I went to Spain um, and. I was talking with a friend of mine, and she was like, you got to go. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're you're over in Europe. You don't know when you're going to be here next. Why don't you just go and meet them? So got on Facebook and messaged mum and got the family ties. And, um, yeah, it was quite emotional. Uh, maybe had a little bit to do with five days in Spain beforehand. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was all like it really was. They were telling stories in Italian, so... The, the head of the table was my grandfather's like one of his best mates growing up wow. and he was telling stories and that and it was like the stories were happening yesterday and this old fella he didn't speak a lick of english but the way that the italians talk it's all hands gestures and yeah. so i'm sitting there and i can pick up a few words and i'm like i think i know where this is going and then his daughter would translate it for me and we're just sitting there with a table full of food like a more cheese, like I thought it was like a month's worth of cheese, and we went through it in a night. Um, but yeah, it was just like they just they were the kindest people, and the admiration they had for my grandfather um, was just it just cemented in my mind uh, what type of man he was, and yeah. the man that we thought he was was the man that um, these people who have known him for seventy years um, agreed.
0: Where remains war it in does. Italy? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, true or false ministerial and Vatican links
1: uh I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think my you've old- heard
0: that story, haven't you yeah,
1: my old boy's told the story a few times, yeah. um so yeah, there's a little bit there's plenty to dive into there and un and unwrap um but there's essentially there was a bit of a feud between my great grandmother and her family because my great grandfather was a peasant and she was like aristocratical kind of wow. thing. Yeah, so um then she moved out and moved in with all the peasants and got disowned by a family who was um, had a bit about so I I don't know the full story there, but it was um there there's definitely something there to unpack.
0: Did it put a smile on Dad's face in particular, the fact you'd been to Italy, you'd met the family, you'd absorbed some family history. I would imagine as a father that would be just awesome knowing your son experienced that.
1: Yeah, well, that is a big reason why um, I wanted to, like once I realised that I was doing it, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it right. I'm going actually to the family. I'm not just going to go and eat spaghetti in Rome and say that I did Italy. Um, So I, yeah, I think... It probably bounced me back to when he first went there and yep. came back and he was like, you know, mum and him went together with my nunal and my auntie as well and they went over there and he come back and he's like, you got to visit it. Like, you got to go. It's like, it's Colonia. unbelievable. Uh, Colonia, yeah, yeah. Colonia. Yeah. Colonia, yeah. Colonia. And Bre- I had to say he was born in Brescia and then rolled into Colonia, which is where, yeah, there's like a little village, mm. um, which is where the – the, the, I guess the peasants, or it was it was actually my um, non-amina It was her. It was her wet nurse. She went and moved in with her wet nurse. Yeah, it's a crazy story.
0: We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in depth, personal, and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. Their stories are simply amazing. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full-on and the hottest podcast on the market with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current-day superstars and former legends drop into chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it, and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand Weekend Session is a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players and coaches about barbecues, beers, and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask if you could spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.